Welcome into a special Mystery Fifth Hour along with Lance Taylor, Jim Dunaway, and Rockstar. I'm Ryan Brown. I will tell you on the front end, and we'll say this a couple times, massive spoiler alerts here if you have not watched all of Ozark. This is a special Mystery Fifth Hour where we are going to recap the first half of the final season of Ozark. It is presented today by the great people at Mortgage Right. Hey, if you're new to the housing market, you might be wondering when the best time is to buy a home. Well, wonder no longer because our friends at Mortgage Right, every day is the right day to purchase a new home. They've got locations nationwide. Mortgage Right is the perfect matchmaker to connect you with the home of your dreams. Make your day better. Visit mortgageright.com slash TNR. All right, so Ozark, let's start this way. Give me the letter grade. I think Lance and I have both said on the air, we think it's a solid B minus. For the first half of season four, is that where you stand, Lance? Still yeah, minus um, as you've had time to digest I, I, I would it? just say this real quick. So we've had three full seasons and then an abbreviated season four. I would go B plus, close to A season one. I thought season two was a, a B. I thought season three was an A plus. Yes, especially the end. I think the problem is going from season three to where we are right now. I would go B minus, almost C plus. Uh, B plus for me. I thought it was a little bit better than you guys had painted it. You finished it before me. Um, I, it's been everything I wanted it to be with some, uh, some twist and some arcs that I really like and one I don't like that we'll get into, but, uh, I think I'm going to go B plus. Yeah, we're going to do what you do like and what you don't like in a moment. Rockstar, what letter grade would you give I it? would give it a B plus just for the sole fact that saves it is, uh, Javi. Without Javi this season, I think it would have been a bad season. I, I think oh, he was serious. He, Are you being good, serious? He, yes. He's good and bad. Like no, I, he's I, a good part. He is a lot of the. Tense moments of the show is when Javi's yeah. in the on screen. I think he was a good character to introduce. I think it really needed Javi. Wow, I'm surprised you guys are saying this. I will say, though, there are four or five storylines that are so unbelievable. If I hadn't seen the first three seasons, <laughs> right. if this was the first season of Ozark, I wouldn't have finished it. I'll put yeah. it that way. All right. Uh, do you like Javi? Uh, he's not my favorite character. I like more predictability. He's so unpredictable. Uh, I sort of liked where it was going that... They were somehow going to wiggle out of this and, and be friends with the cartel. Yeah. Um, I wanted to. I, I, I'm, the, I'm the only Ozark viewer that wanted a happy ending. And they're going to be you know, friends I, with the cartel. I wanted Gilligan to get off the island, too, back in the day. You remember Rocky and Blow? I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Blow. Uh, but early on, Johnny Depp's character, when they moved to Mexico and they just got that relationship started, and they're selling all the, the, uh, the pot and uh ethan supley is his buddy and they're all like living together on this beautiful coast yeah. of mexico and they're they're having parties and fiestas every day that's what you want with yeah, the birds and then the navarros that ain't ever happening no, man no, and as far as an picnics. unpredictable hothead nephew in the cartel i think there's probably plenty of those all right so uh here come the spoilers spoiler alert if you haven't seen all of ozark the first half of season four Let's do what you like and what you don't like. You guys want to start with a positive, what you do yeah, like about it? Yeah, but can I start with something I think was really telling that nobody that I've talked to, and even after finishing the, was it the seventh episode? Was that the final episode? Seven uh, or eight. Yeah. I think this is really prophetic. And I don't think anybody's paying attention to this. But the very first scene before we get to brain matter and, and, um, and Wendy's hair right. from season three, the follow-up, they're in the caravan. Right, and they have the wreck. They mm -hmm. have the wreck. That is how this whole thing's going to end. They're all going to die. I know a lot of people that are, I've yeah. actually heard people say that. that yeah, they, I, that see, they I are, haven't told anybody that. But no, 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 no. I was uh, I was playing golf the other day. <laughs> I know this comes as a great shock. I haven't Welcome my, back, Brown. I haven't <laughs> my story start that way. I was playing golf the other day, and one of the guys in the foursome, we were talking about uh, this season, and he said, I think they're going to make 
they're going to find peace, whatever the peace is, Dunaway, not make friends with the, but find peace with the cartel, and they're going to be in the free and clear, and they're going to have a car wreck and all die, and that's the way it ends. Yeah. And he even said, I'm going to hate that ending. But you know why? Because every one of the characters has blood on their hands now. And I know we'll get to that, and that's some of the unbelievability yeah, well, to but, me. But she does but, say, I think she says in that scene, or one of them say, we're meeting with the FBI in 48 hours. So there's a little tease even in that, that they were on their way to some sort of meeting with the FBI. Yeah, but that car wreck, I think, is going to be the finality of this this four-plus years. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't necessarily like it to go out like that, but I think it's already telling that this is the way it's going to go out. Mm-hmm. But I don't think... If we're being realistic, you can have a happy ending once you marry yourself to the cartel. And there's a chance, Rockstar, that this could be they show the accident and you never know if they survive it, if they're injured, well, they like walk away from it. And that's yeah, the way my, it ends like the Sopranos. Would, yeah. I'm guessing that one of them's gonna survive who's gonna be the survivor because they wouldn't have opened the final season I mean, with that one for, for that way, knowing that okay. This is how we're setting it up. They're all going to die in this car. Like somebody's going to survive. It's just who? I don't think so. I think they're always right. Be Marty and Wendy, and then they're, well, both our kids are dead because of I us. think that's the final scene. Like, we have no idea who survives. Oh, I us. do not want that. You yeah. know how I hate the interpretive endings. Yeah, I know you do. For me, for me, the, the thing I like uh, in this season, um, I like the fact that the mom... Um, Wendy, is that her name? Laura Lenny, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm bad remembering names and characters. The mom, um, I like that she has gotten really dark. She's um, she's a devil. Yeah, like, she's yeah, the worst. Yeah. Like Marty never loses his cool. He's never upset. That's right. Never lo- we need yeah, to how many times does Marty say, "Really, Wendy?" Yeah, yeah. He's Wendy an emotional. And Joan are gonna knock heads. Uh, he is unemotional, uh, which is one of his strings. The fact that she was here when this all started and has now turned. I mean, she's to me as evil as the cartel. Yeah, at yeah. this oh, point, no, I, yeah, I think I you've got a great point there, and I think that's what makes the show. You know, if there is some positives, I think it is Wendy and this this character turn. But you got to go back the first episode ever in Ozark. She's having this affair, yeah. on camera with this dude. So she's never been innocent, no. and she's always been the bad part of this marriage. You know, he lived what was such a boring life, but he signed up for it. Oh, remember and she, she he, was a housewife too, and like she was, like, I want to get a job. I want to go back into campaigning. Right. He's yeah. like, No, you're not getting a job. And then she finally doesn't tell him, but she goes back into the camp where she finds the dude that's, um, I can't remember his name, but he's on the casino boat, the gambling boat, or whatever. And they, they kick the him out because he talks like this. Remember, he was Wendy? the one that was the mortgage guy that or the house guy that his mom got run over by a truck. Oh yeah, yeah. but, but she's, what an awful. But scene she that has is. had yeah. that edge to her in every season yeah. and yeah. the threats. And she's finally just gone full out Walt White, if you watch Breaking Bad, right. where you sympathize with the character early on that he got into this for his family. And she was forced into this based on the whole Marty and his partner. Yeah, but she's embraced Brock. it with both arms. But she has, and she's loved it, and she's come full circle. And she you're had right, her brother she's, killed. Yeah, she is as dark yeah. as any character. Yeah, I mean, she, his, she had show. her brother killed. I mean, yeah. that's as dark as it's going to get right there. And she wants all the power running yeah. politics in America. She wants that now, so she's very dark. And the part I, I don't like is I really liked Ruth and Marty's relationship. I really thought they were great together. And the fact that, you know, they seem to be heading towards war in the final four final episodes bothers me a little bit. I liked when she was working with yeah. with the birds. Well, and I'll get into some of this later, but she had every opportunity to do something rash to them when she came in the house with a shotgun right. in the final episode and did not. Yeah, but you couldn't do that. That would we wouldn't have well, seven no, more but episodes. You say they're heading towards war. I mean, 
if she really wanted to kill him, they were right there. She could have killed him. She wants him. to kill Wendy. Yeah. Yeah, I think she does. I now, think she has too much respect, and I think she loves Marty. I think she really does. I think there's a true yeah. love story behind those two. It's almost father-daughter-like. Yeah, you've got two really good scenes with them. Uh, the scene on the, on the boat in the casino where he says, Ruth, don't go get yourself killed. Right. Like, he doesn't care about Wyatt and the old lady. Darlene. Darlene. He cares about Ruth. Don't go get yourself killed. And the other scene, this is one of the, you know, funny moments of the whole season when he comes pulling up and she's like, do you ever just lose your car keys or is it always yeah. DEFCON 5 with you? <laughs> which, it, which is a really funny exchange between the two of them. And I love that. She's like, do you ever just lose your car keys? It's and, always And Def that's Com. why the writing's so good to interject that line because if you really start to think about it, really all of their problems are DEFCON 1. Yeah. No, every so for her to be able day. to say that, it is the dark humor that makes this such a good show. So, you know, outside of what you brought up, Wendy Burr turning into this completely unlikable, just despicable character to still really good writing. Those were the positives I got from season four. I've got a lot more negatives. I know you guys will find that hard to believe. No, no, no. So I'm with you. More I, holes in no, it. I'm with you. I've well, got a lot. Do you have a positive, Rockstar? Uh, uh, well, the positive was Javi, but the thing, I, I don't like Charlotte. I think her character is useless except for one scene I know, the one scene where she met her friend looking for the attorney who, who is her mom that's been missing that everybody's Oh, it's, it's Aaron Pierce is Helen's kid. He, yeah. She meets with her in Chicago on the final episode. And she has some Wendy in her where she's like, you know, pretty much threatening her. Like, you need to stop looking that's for your mom. That's a good scene, though. You need, that's, but, that's oh, when the they meet on the Char steps in Chicago. Yeah, that's the yeah. only Charlotte scene I like where she's like, she's turning into Wendy where she's getting like the vibes of her parents. Yeah. where she's but, like, hey, but you need to stop. Again, I shoot holes in that because a couple of things. Charlotte knows by now that you can't, you can't be transparent in this situation. It's got to be the mystery of your mom is missing and that's just the way it is to tell her that to know that she could be this hothead and be so emotional and blow everything and you're really risking her life you might want her to have some closure but if she's smart and the older she gets she's going to know that her mom worked for the cartel and that this yep. thing didn't end well and for her to tell her that I think she's risking everything. So I thought that was a little far-fetched. Well, what was it Darlene called her where they walk in that bitch? She goes, where's your Amazon lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Making her own honey. Yeah, it is the mystery fifth hour. It is a Ozark recap edition with spoilers in it, if you can't tell already, and it's presented by Mortgage Right. Hey, not everything in life comes with a second chance, but our friends at Mortgage Right know that this rule doesn't apply when it comes to a home refinance. With refinancing experts nationwide, Mortgage Right's got the tips, tools, and dedication to help you take advantage of interest rates while they are still low. But act quickly. Rates are rising. Don't let a great refinancing opportunity slip away. Visit MortgageRight.com slash TNR. All right. Are we ready to go to the negatives? Everybody get their positives out of the way? Well, I mean, the the one, if you're going to shoot holes in things, the, the one that stuck out with me was um, Marty's being forced to clean up the crime scene of shooting the sheriff and the acting sheriff shows up you don't there's no way a police officer at that point doesn't try to arrest marty for cleaning up that that, well, that the condo there she doesn't know it's a yeah. crime scene but if the sheriff's missing he had gone there the lady's missing and marty's there cleaning up i mean i'm, I'm gonna you know call for some backup she had gotten shot but yeah. Uh, that scene was my least favorite scene of the whole season. And Marty, who misses absolutely nothing, leaves the cleaning solution just sitting out in the open. Yeah. I mean, I, that that one was a little difficult for me to believe as oh, well. Oh, the other thing I like Wendy turning is uh, when Darlene's having her heart attack and she just sits there waiting to make that call oh, 911. Yeah, yeah. Just she's, sits there and revels in it. Just she sits did, Indian what, style. She she's debating reveling. on whether or not to actually yeah. call. And then right? you finally hear that when it goes to credits, you yeah. hear the phone dial. But it's yeah. just like... You know, I think most people that like this show probably like The Sopranos. And it reminds you of the moment when... Tony and Christopher have this wreck and 
you know, Christopher, Tony can't decide. I mean, he loves Christopher, but he knows, hey, look, this is my opportunity that I can actually, I can kill him. And so I think people were shocked by that moment. It was almost the same moment. Yeah. And there's not that, that, that love dynamic between Wendy and Darlene. But Darlene starting a turf war with the Navarro cartel and recruiting Ruth. And it, just a ridiculous storyline. She's already got a shaky. Her only backing is the Casey mob and Frank Sr. And that's already a shaky relationship to begin with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I just I think Darlene is as stubborn as she is you got to know your limitations and she still could have made money. You're not fighting a cartel. And for her with a couple of hillbillies with shotguns to stand up to a cartel, completely ridiculous. Yeah. I just can't believe, I mean, I guess she's playing crazy, uh, absolutely crazy on the show. The but, one who killed her husband who just poisoned him. Just yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there's, are you really going to kill the boss of the KC mob? I mean, it's just th- such a rash killing. You would have thought through that one. I think. I mean, her life was over at that point. She knew that. Yeah, and look, in her life, you know, she continued to... Even though he's not the one that killed them. But, you know, I I, I don't think that she was realistic in any aspect of life, but she was holding on to a younger partner. Um, They just had a kid, so she... One side, she had a bright future, and why she was making these rash or irrational decisions yeah. didn't make any sense. Well, because yeah. she doesn't like, she, I think she wants the birds out. She does, She wants her and Wyatt. She doesn't want Ruth involved because Ruth's involved with the birds. So she doesn't want Jonah involved because he's a bird. And so I think she's seeing that Ruth's taking over all of her operations and she's being uh, made, rendered well, useless. Since you bring Jonah up, the most ridiculous storyline. Yeah, I disagree with you that it's the most ridiculous. Is, but go is ahead. Jonah Bird laundering millions and millions of dollars as a 14-year-old. Like, and, and then and giving his, his giving his, his family complete shit about it too. Like yeah. if my kid gives me any attitude as a fourteen year old, we've <laughs> no. got a problem. Yeah. And if my my kid's laundering money for the you know not for the cartel, but going against the cartel, yeah. and using you know my metrics or whatever to do it, I mean just I mean come on, yeah. come on, yeah. And then Laura Linney is able to go in and guess his password. I mean, give me a break. Or did she guess it or she found it written down? She found it written down. Yeah, okay. That's, which is yeah, even that was, yeah, which is yeah. even worse. Like, this kid knows how to launder money at age 14, but he's going to leave his password right. written down in a drawer? Been throwing the uh, pen, but no, he's a, he's a, he's a underage. He'll be fine. Like, Marty's like, what the hell, Wendy? What are you doing? How is this going to mend you and your son's relationship? Yeah, you didn't like that, did you? Her, no. you? You said that before you even watched the episode. I remember we were in the studio one day. And you said, I don't like the fact that they're setting up this potential storyline where she turns Jonah over to the feds. That's right. That's and it, right. 100%, that's what, that's what her plan was. Yeah, that, that's, that, uh, that's not believable. But then again, she has turned to a point where she had her, her brother killed yeah. or let it happen and, and didn't warn him. So that's a, you know, she obviously wants power more than she does love her family. Yeah. And I didn't, I don't like the Maya storyline. Well, I did, that's the storyline I hated the most. And, I, and that's where meeting, I would just... And meeting the FBI in an abandoned mall. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird, wasn't it? No, it was so yeah. bizarre. But that was the storyline I thought was the most absurd. There is 0.000% chance that an FBI agent goes rogue like that and organizes an arrest of the head of a Mexican drug cartel. Within an hour, and I don't Zero remember chance that ever what her superiors told her, you're too sanctimonious. I forgot what the exact verbiage was, basically saying that we couldn't let you in on everything because we knew that you wouldn't agree to it or you wouldn't accept it. And then immediately the next scene, because she goes from having so much loyalty to Marty, although she knows that his hands are dirty, to basically 
doing this rogue arrest of the head of the Mexican cartel. Zero chance. And basically killing off the birds because once she does that, they've got no chance at survival. She's going against her spirits. Her career would be over. It's impossible. Yeah. I mean, there's just no chance that ever happens without those two superiors being involved. They're caught by surprise. Marty's caught. Everybody's caught by surprise. It's just, it's not going to happen that way. It is never going to happen that way. And in the in the shopping mall, the abandoned shopping mall, Rockstar, ever since they introduced Navarro, this this sexual tension between he and, and Wendy. Wendy Bird, and now it finally well, plays out. That is, you disappoint me, Wendy Bird. I mean, I don't think you. Do you guys think you set that storyline up just for that one moment in no. the mall? There's something else coming on that storyline. No, I, I think more that I don't know if it's coming on that storyline. I mean, maybe she's going to be able to get a favor from him. Well, they've gone to a lot of effort to set that storyline up just for it to pay off with that one line in the abandoned shopping mall. But you know, something's coming with Charlotte and Javi. I mean, yeah, you saw it in the restaurant yeah. where they're sitting next to each other, they're eating yeah. oysters, oh, they're yeah. drinking champagne. He references her again in the car with Marty. You know, is that Charlotte on the phone? You know, he obviously has a sexual attraction. You assume Javi likes younger women. Because yeah. she's, what, 17 in the show? <laughs> I think 17. She's like 24 in real life. Yeah. She's not studying for her ACT or something like that yeah. to go to college. Well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be one of those situations where Wendy sends her to to basically hook up with him well, to yeah. do something for the no, family. Where, final where, Charlotte will end up, and this is why it's going to be acceptable once we see that final scene with Caravan on roof. Yeah. Jonah has become a, a money launderer. Uh, Wendy and Marty are past the point of no return. And Charlotte, the one that you can still sympathize with a little bit, is going to end up slicing him ear to ear in bed. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask, um, are you, because that was going to be my next question. Is what or do you they're think, engaged. What do you think comes next? <laughs> um, and we'll, we'll talk about mortgage right real quick before we move into what comes next, because I do think that is an obvious storyline, is that at some point it's going to benefit them for Charlotte to sleep with Javi, and they're going to have to turn her out. And God, I mean, that's well, the, probably the worst well, thing you, you can do. Well, I agree, but once you've... It's selling, selling out a kid. Once you've had your brother killed... Well, they tried once with Jonah. <laughs> once you've turned your Jonah. son over to the feds, I mean, is really turning yeah, your daughter yeah. out? As long as the soundtrack does not include Reba singing Fancy, <laughs> then it'll be okay. <laughs> hey, Charlotte, here's your one chance. Don't let me down. Yeah. Everybody knows that money does not grow on tree, but that doesn't mean it isn't growing beneath the floorboards of your house. With the Cash Out Refinance, you can use your home for whatever requires funding in your future. All you need is the home equity to back it up. Mortgage Right's team of experts standing by to offer the free home health checkup. Head on over to mortgageright.com slash TNR NMLS 2239 Equal Housing Lender. All right, so here is the storyline that I'm, I'm able to suspend reality only so much, right? Like the whole Maya storyline, I don't like it all. If, if they try to make Ruth the hero in all of this because we end the first half of the season with her in the truck looking for Javi to kill him. If she kills him and gets away with it, it's going to be such an absurd well, storyline. You can't let that happen. They're make, I feel bad for Ruth because she's got nothing but heartbreak. She loses everybody that's close to her. She's the only, I would say, but the birds, they don't do anything with their money. She still lives in a trailer with bullet holes on the door. She hasn't done anything with all this money she's made. What is she doing? She, well, all they she were, wants they to tried do to go on the run with it. All yeah. she wants to do is leave, and she can't get Wyatt to come with her. But she bought like, a cookie jar. And Wyatt a still, cookie jar. Yes, yeah, Wyatt still sleeps on top of the. Not anymore. Yeah, no, not anymore. He's got a bit of a headache. <laughs> yeah, Wyatt sleeps under the dirt but it's just, now. She's the only one that she got a pickup truck, but she has not altered her behavior since they met her the first season, where she's stealing from him in the. And they've got plenty of money. I mean, that's the weird thing. Why has she never moved out of that situation? Yeah, I think she'll be the one that escapes this whole thing. Oh, yeah. that you can't let that happen. She can't kill Javi and escape. Well, I, I mean, don't think is, she's going to kill Javi. Oh, you don't think so? I, I think the way it'll set up in the first episode, because I think Javi is going to be an essential character. Obviously, with, with Omar now 
you know, incarcerated. I think Javi is, is going to play out, and I think he's going to be around the entire season until Charlotte, in my opinion, ultimately kills him, or maybe Ruth gets her revenge. First episode, she won't be able to find him. Marty will find her, calm her down, talk some sense into her. We're going to get him long-term, whatever. But I don't, th- I don't think that will play the, out like that. The thing that gets me is there's also a play on Omar that he's telling Javi that, hey, by the way, you're about to take over. Like, he doesn't like the guy. Remember, he just beat yeah, him. Right. Embarrasses yeah. him. So there's a play going on there before this, before he gets arrested. But, like, something's going on where he's like, you get ready because you're taking over, getting ready for everything. And oh, he Javi, hates him, disrespects the hell out of him. Javi was going to be the, the fall guy to yeah. allow Omar to get oh, yeah, get to America. Yeah. So yeah. that was going to be – they were going to give him Maya. over. Which that yeah, was well, kind uh, of a – can you imagine uh, back in the day if uh, – El Chapo? Yeah. <laughs> Let's use El Chapo. <laughs> I mean, that's not, who I feel like we're I, watching I was anyway, going to go right? a deeper dive, but yeah. can you imagine if El Chapo was able to negotiate his freedom to live in the States? No, I mean, not in a million years. No, that was another never ridiculous storyline. Yeah. Well, you, you see him courtside at Laker games? <laughs> <laughs> I have read, though, that they're, believe it or not, they're going to introduce another major character in the final seven episodes. And it's actually, it's a, an actress that, the article I read seemed like she was well-known. I'll see if I can find her name. But she is credited as um, Navarro's sister, which would be Javi's mom. So she's apparently playing a key role. Salma Hayek? No, it's not Salma Hayek. I think I would <laughs> remember Salma Hayek. Yeah, Penelope Cruz. Uh, no, guys. I mean, Salma Hayek like has played like drug lords yeah. before, and actually you can see a little venom in her. Well, I, I think I think the, the fear for a lot of people when you watch a show like this, at least for me, is that in the final episode, do they set it up to where there can be a spinoff. And I don't want them to do that. But if you if you roll the truck and there's no there's no conclusion to how this ends, then, you know, maybe the spinoff is something about Ruth or maybe it's, you know, Wendy and her political, you know, aspirations if she survives. I don't like it when a popular show like this has spinoffs afterwards. No, I, I think it's better with the prequels. You know, going back to Breaking Bad, I think Better Call Saul. I think, but there's there's no, you know, Marty and Wendy were so boring before this. I mean, the cartel's been done with narcos. I don't think they're really. Ruth is so young. There's nothing really of substance. Did you say sister or mom? By the way, Brown. It, it's it's the mom of Javi. Oh, so it could be. It's Maria Veronica Alfonso. Falcone. Okay, Veronica Falcone is her name, and I was reading. She's apparently like the director has done a an interview talking about the role, the critical role she plays in the final seven episodes. So she's going to come on the scene in some sort of way. I don't know what it is, but the mom, so Navarro's sister, Javi's mom, apparently plays a critical role in the final seven episodes. Well, again, I I think I could at least make an argument for this to be one of my top ten favorite all time series. It would be on the back end, very back end, at least top fifteen of all time. But I really wish they would have wrapped it up with these seven episodes. And I think you could have packaged it up and done it a little bit better. I think trying to extend it for seven more, and I know it's a money grab, but I think that there's too many holes in this. Yeah. I, no, I, I understand that. Um, and I, I can see that. I do know that when you, when you look at a series um, this popular, the money grab becomes a factor in it. And, and also you start – trying to tie things up. Were you guys okay with, with Ruth and Wyatt getting killed? Not Ruth. Not Ruth uh, but, uh, Darlene no, and Wyatt? I was going to ask Rockstar that. Getting killed? You've, you've actually got some sort of relationship with the actress well, she's that plays ghosted her. Me. I don't know if the, she was ghosting me because of that where she can't really spoil her what's yeah. going to happen to her in the end of the this half of a season. But like she 
uh, Lisa is her name. She has ghosted me like this. So I'm just like, I'm just going to leave her alone. Like I've been like pestering her like, hey, I'm on episode three. You look really pretty. You're looking good. She looks rough this no, season. Another sex scene with her and Wyatt yeah. too. Oh. I just, I That's her not, husband. But, but I, I don't think need it, that though. It was inevitable that they were going to, you know, continue to play with fire with the cartel. They're, they're going to make their mark. I mean, she already blew dude's head off in season one yeah. involved with the cartel. So I think that was going to happen. You know, maybe a better storyline is you kill Darlene and you make Wyatt stay there as a slave and you you own that poppy field and you control it. Well, more you, more bones, Jurassic Park or Darlene's farm. That Darlene's farm, yeah, they bury they people left it. and right in that thing. Well, they, well, put, they bury people in it yeah, all the they, time. Yeah, they throw you, lie on it too. Yeah. No, but, but, but you throw some cadaver dogs out there, they're going to find something. Oh, you know, a ton. The other story that we haven't even mentioned is the pharmaceutical end. Like, I don't know if I, I know it's a big part of the, what's the chick's name that's. Oh, Claire Shaw. Yeah, like we haven't even yeah. mentioned her. And that's, she's a crucial role in this whole scheme. So I just think it's interesting. There's just so many storylines well, going on. Yeah, and there's on. another thing. Like, she could have, like, she might respect the family business and it was going south. You can still sell that family business yeah. and get out to before you get involved yeah. with the freaking cartel. Yeah. yeah. And I don't like the tall, skinny attorney that talks like this. Oh, he's in trouble. Oh, yeah. He's, they're all in trouble. Yeah. And, and by the way, when trouble. Ruth went to get the money up the hill, when Marty's in the car with yeah. Claire's number one. Right. For, she, for, she, well, yeah. for, first of all, for Marty to be able dis, to disarm that guy. Yeah, the guy oh, pistol I wanted him. that he guy going lesson. in. Yeah. <laughs> he said five minutes. And, you know, Claire was trying to make the decision on whether yeah. or not, you know, that was that, that more, you know, I get to the moral dilemma of this is going to take lives. Do I make this call for my business? I wanted that guy to go in and completely wipe out those meth heads. Yeah. Like, I think that would have been a more realistic, believable scene. Yeah. Because yeah. we set up the fact that he was like a Marine and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. When did, when did we decide that um, drug dealers, meth heads, playing video games is a sign that they really don't do anything except meth and play video That's games? That's all the guy and does. And the henchmen yeah. that just watch them play video yeah. games. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. what else do they do? Yeah. <laughs> They're not playing racquetball during the day. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, but I did read that all the episodes are shot it's in it was an interview i read uh so back the other seven are already in already shot yeah, that's, already that's locked already, in yeah, no changes finished. hell roll them what are they gonna roll them out well, it's the same thing with breaking bad well, they did I, that too where they did two the last season was cut into two parts like that so i read cut. there's a date deadline where if they release the second half it it gets them into next year's awards circuit so in other words this half is considered in whatever's this, in whatever's current, happening now, yeah, yeah. in the current award circuit and then if they wait, I think it's past May 31st or something like that. There's a certain date where you start the next calendar year for the award circuit. So the, the speculation is they'll wait till after that so they can kind of get two sets of awards for this final season. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I could see that happening. I think the big winner out of all this is Julia Garner. We were talking on the show just today as we tape this, how she's already in another series. I think people respect Inventing the heck out Anna, of her. I think, uh, don't know, have you heard it? It's called Inventing Anna. <laughs> uh, no, I, yeah. I think between Garner, you know, uh, the, the comeback's already been made for Jason Bateman. Yeah, he's already. Uh, and Laura Lenny's already well and respected. I think with his stamp on this project, I think he's probably ready to move on. I think he probably, he probably wouldn't say this, but he probably agrees that the storylines have weakened a little bit and it's probably time for another project. Well, he's writing them, though. It, well, he's directing, directing them, yeah. I guess, not writing them. But, but. I think it's, it's time for him. And then yeah. Laura Lenny, you know, I mean, she's a girl she's that She's very well-known. Yeah, she's been nominated for Academy Awards 10 years ago. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, the older you get as an actress in Hollywood, um, you've got a shelf life. Um, am, but, I, am I wrong that Frank Jr. is playing the lead in this Amazon series? No, he's uh, in Power. Power, power yeah. 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 So that's Frank Jr., right? Almost so. the same character, it seems like. It does, Less right? Less of a limp. 
Like, yeah. like yeah. if he had a limp. But he has dick and balls in this If he had no twigs and berries and walked with a limp, it'd be the same another character. Another Darlene tragedy. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, but uh, again, that's another hole in the plot. That guy, she shot his, uh, yeah. his balls off and killed his dad. Zero chance Ruth talks him into waiting to go kill her. No. Zero chance. And like... He gets in the car that minute and drives up there and kills her. I mean, I've never known anybody that's been shot in the junk. Yeah. But like they talk about like, he got an extension, but he still works, walks with a cane. Yeah, I, mean, I, I know. It, yeah. it doesn't really, <laughs> really happen. Ch- chances are good you bleed out in that situation, right? Oh, I would yeah. have to imagine. What, are you yeah. in his Mustang? Is it <laughs> yeah. his convertible? Yeah, it was in his car. I don't need the Alabama men's clinic to tell yeah. me there's per- <laughs> some... Per- <laughs> Blood flow is pretty important yeah. down there, right? Yep. Oh. Seems, seems like it seems like it's a quick bleed out. All right, so that's our uh, that's no, our recap. Please, of say something else. Let's let, don't let that be the last comment okay, about well, the show. How's, how's it end? And car wreck and they die. Lance. Yeah, I think it's car wreck, and I I agree with uh, Dunaway. Open interpretation. We don't yeah. know exactly what happens to the Bird family, but you assume because blood on all of their hands, and I think Charlotte is going to be the last one with the exclamation with the hobby thing to end uh-huh. this whole thing. Um, I don't think you can really sympathize with the family anymore. Yeah. Open-ended wreck, uh, uh, wreck there. You don't know if they survive or not. But the last scene, it cuts to the truck that they swerve to avoid. And it's Ruth that's driving the truck. <laughs> that, would be, that would be the worst oh, ending possible. <laughs> She's so small. I think one or two of them survives. And I'm, I'm thinking... Maybe the kids survive and move on, or the both Wendy and Marty die, and then like so Sophia. Or I I think the kids will die. So like we we did all of this to better our family and everything, and then we lose the things that's most important to us. Like somebody's yeah. going to come survive. You're just not going to know. Yeah, who. somebody's going to survive to feel the pain. Yes. Yeah, that's the whole purpose of the show. I do think in this next seven episodes and get the money out of the mausoleum. Yeah, that's I do think in this next in seven episodes, um, the Charlotte. Is going to bait Javier and kill him. Yeah, I think she's going to bait him in. Happen. I think basically um, they're going to tell her you got to make this guy think you're going to have sex and kill him. Hey, before we get out, you know, just going back to season one and how this whole thing's played out. Uh, hopefully, none of us are ever in this situation with a cartel. I would hope not. But Lance. like, if you are in the bird situation, how do you get out of something like this? You don't alive. I don't. I mean, after there were several times during this that I. I really think the guy who got shot and put into the barrel of acid got off easy. He was a lucky one? Yeah, he was a lucky one. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty quick. Yeah. 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 You're just delaying the inevitable yeah, otherwise. His girlfriend right? went to the bathroom, quote unquote, and she got in the bathroom <laughs> through the like, door. Like, have you guys ever had that, that nervousness in your stomach? Um, yeah. You probably haven't because you're 100. But no, 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 no. Like you dread something yes. and it's just on your mind nonstop. That's their whole life right now. It really is. It's been the last yeah. five and it, years. And it's what I said when Darlene was on our show is it's an exhausting show to watch because they're constantly trying to get out of something and the minute they get out of it, they get into something else. I mean, Hell, it's, it's an exhausting And you're always looking over your shoulder. Yeah. You never have a good night's sleep. Never. You never have an appetite. But, but there again, here's another... You eat in the dark. Here's another plot hole, and I think we talked about this on the show one day. They live in a house that's nothing but windows. Yeah. It was designed that way by the creators. Yeah, but people are out to get you, and you live in a house that's yeah, nothing but, but windows. Yeah, but I think that's, that's some symbolism, too. Well, it is that, symbolism, it, but it's also something that would never I, happen. Because they're so exposed. I know, another, but... Another character y'all haven't even mentioned. Oh, this guy. Port, the... the God, I just need a signature. He can't. I just need a signature. They can't kill him quick enough. And yeah. then he has a drug problem. Well, I thought yeah. the, I thought what we would see, I don't know if you guys agree with this, I thought maybe not episode seven, I thought the episode before. Normally, the episode before this season finale is the most climatic episode. I thought there would be a run-in with him and Javi, and it would just be quick, and Javi would just take him out. Oh, I'm pulling for Javi in that one. <laughs> I thought that was going down. Yeah, I'm yeah. pulling for Javi in that one. But, but I he, can't stand that guy. But he's like uh, one of the more decorated police officers who, you know, who had just a happened to do blow in the uh, yeah, yeah. evidence. Room. I like to yep, smell yep. evidence. That's all right. He's in the hotel spying on the kid that's 
basically running books for the bur- I mean for the uh, other family. Yeah. It makes no sense. All right, that does it. It's our Ozark recap. It's been presented by Mortgage Right. Hey, with locations nationwide, Mortgage Right, perfect matchmaker to connect you with the home of your dreams. Mortgage Right's team of skilled professionals, they've got the knowledge to move you in with confidence. Make your day better. Visit mortgageright.com slash TNR, NMLS 2239, Equal Housing Lender. All right, Mystery Fifth Hour. We'll go back to more of our standard formation in the next Mystery Fifth Hour. We hope you've enjoyed our Ozark recap. Catch us 9 to 1 every single day on the next round. And thank you for listening to the Mystery Fifth Hour presented by Mortgage Right.